Good morning, everyone. This is your Psychic Christine, and we are already up to episode 84. Thank you so much for listening in. I really appreciate it, and I'd like to welcome my new subscribers. I am amazed that I have so many listeners in Sweden, Australia, and New Zealand. <laughs> Pretty exciting. I have a lot of listeners all over the world but mostly in the United States, which is uh, always good to have uh, people close by listening in. And if you wanted to have a reading done by phone uh, and you're in the United States, please go ahead and have a look at my website, psychicreadingstoday.com. So I'd like to announce a couple of events that are coming up at 810 Chestnut Street. So. Yeah, I am going to be doing some tea leaf readings. Um, October 26th, we're having an event and a spiritual speaker, and November 30th. So be sure to mark your calendars, and I'd love to see you and do a tea leaf reading for you. Now, tea leaves originated in Russia. So. Uh, we're going to be doing some of that for you. And I also have coffee, Turkish coffee readings available as well. So along with many other services. So be sure to come in on those days and check it out. So in our last episode, uh, we heard a ghost story from a spiritualist named George in Connecticut. And uh, I promised that I would tell you of an encounter that I had many, many, many years ago when I was just a teenager. But let's talk about the afterlife a little bit. There could be a number of reasons as to why spirits are not at rest. And one of the reasons that I find happens mostly is because they're not aware that they passed on. Basically, if there's a sudden or tragic death, God forbid, they, you know, don't know what has happened. And in many cases, you know, you'll have to, if you're experiencing such a thing, you should speak out to uh, that person, whether it be friend or relative, and just go over the events that happened so that they can understand that they have passed on. Um, a lot of us go through experiences where our deceased relatives will feel something or there'll be a, a smell or something will pop up that will signify to us that one of our friends, loved ones, relatives, whatever the case may be, is present with us. And many of us, you know, feel it and are aware of it but don't necessarily talk about it because it's something that happens kind of in an instant briefly but then there are these negative encounters that sometimes we experience as people where like I said you have a ghostly encounter sometimes ghost attacks sometimes they're not necessarily human spirits and can in fact be demons if you've you know, seen a lot of this stuff on TV and radio, you'll know what I'm talking about. Of course, we've all heard of UFO sightings, which I find to be phenomenal. And as you all know, I believe in all things. Of course, anything is possible 
in a spiritual realm, but uh, you know, us being uh, in the physical world, sometimes it's hard to embrace a lot of it because like I said, we'll have an experience here or there and then you know, we can't really put our finger on it and know exactly what it is that happened. But many of us have all felt or experienced something at some point in our lives. So without further ado, I'm gonna get into the story that happened to me. So I, which like I said, was many, many years ago. I think I was about 17 years old and I was with my parents and my brother. And I can't remember if we were going from New York to Florida or Florida to New York. I really can't recall. But I know that it was about, I don't know why. Oh, actually, I do know why. So there are times where there are these uh, conventions and stuff that go on, and we were unable to stop and get into a hotel room anywhere in the South. I believe we were in Carolina or very close to the border of Georgia. So, you know, my father drove and drove and drove as much as he could trying to find a hotel to stop in and everything was booked solid. So we had end up uh, parking at a truck stop, basically. And it was about four in the morning. So the way he parked the car and I was up was in the direction of what I could see looked like uh, a lot of trees, sort of like a a forest, you know, lots of trees and stuff. And I could, I was up and aware and to the right of me, you know, I saw all these trucks uh, lined up and it was a truck stop, basically a rest area. And I, I could see a little coffee shop or whatever that was over to the right side and to my left side was the highway. So everybody in the car, except for myself, fell asleep and the radio my father left the radio on at the time and I can clearly remember that a Christian radio station was playing and uh, I even remember what the subject was it was a, a lady talking on a radio Christian talk show and she was talking about her son had been an alcoholic now mind you this is about four o'clock in the morning her son was an alcoholic and he had just uh, stopped drinking and she was praising God for him uh, being able to get off of alcohol. So as I'm listening to this program, I'm staring straight ahead into this wooded area, woods, and I could see a woman walking from my left side, and this is in front of the car, from the left, walking toward the right, right in front of the car. Okay, just passing from, you know, one side to another. And I can remember thinking to myself, what in the world is this woman doing at four o'clock in the morning, walking, you know, <laughs> so close to this these woods and suddenly I got a feeling of fear 
and I, I couldn't understand why exactly, but I vividly remember she was wearing a hat and some kind of flowered dress, but the hat looked kind of crooked and she looked a little beat up. Um, and as she was getting closer to the car and like I, well, closer to the front of the car, she was a good distance away. I was, like I said, started to feel fear and the thoughts were racing in through my head. Why would she be here? And before I could finish the thought, I see her turning, looking directly at us. It's, and I didn't understand it just at that moment, but she could literally read my mind. Whatever I was thinking, she knew. So there was like this one-sided, basically, mental telepathy going on. So once she realized that I was able to see her, and she's, well, I guess she heard my thoughts or whatever, she started walking toward the car. And when she started walking toward the car, I became basically paralyzed with what felt like fear but usually people when they do see a ghost they start to become paralyzed can't move can't scream can't do anything so my grandmother told me many years ago that they actually do that to us <laughs> oh my god how scary right so she seemed amazed at the fact that I was able to see her and maybe I could I was able to read her mind on some level now thinking back she seemed surprised that I was able to see her or be aware of her presence and she started coming closer and closer to the car and before you know it and like I said can't move can't scream can't do anything <laughs> And like I said, I'm only about 16 or 17 years old. We are face-to-face -face in the uh, side window of the back seat. And I just saw her teeth were basically busted up or pointy. She was blue, blue, ice-cold, blue-gray color. And she was practically growling at me and kind of like scratching at the window right next to my face and I can remember specifically hoping that she was unable to get into the car and then I could literally see her fiddling with the door handle and going you know to each door on each side where my mother was sleeping and then where my father was sleeping and kind of scratching at the back window and all over the place basically trying to get into the car so as the uh, Christian radio station was playing I uh, heard someone talking on the radio station about rebuking so at that point I managed because I did notice I, I was aware that she was kind of teasing me and intentionally 
trying to scare me. And then some anger rose up in me to kind of fight back. And when the anger started rising up in me to fight back, um, I started to rebuke her, okay? Rebuking her in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, and poof, she disappears. And I had remembered to do that because of the Christian radio station that was playing at the time, which was amazing. So like I said, poof, she disappears. Everyone around me is still sleeping. I snap out of this kind of zone that I'm in. And when I snap out of it, I'm just coming to myself again. And literally after all of that, questioning myself as to what I just saw. And before I could finish those thoughts, here comes my mother screaming out of her sleep, okay? She starts screaming out of her sleep and she's unable to really snap out of her sleep. But when she starts screaming, my father gets up on the driver's side and he literally had to kind of hit her to snap out of it and to wake up out of her sleep. And then my mother starts screaming, get out of here, hurry up, get out, drive away, there are ghosts here. And then, boom, my father takes off at high speeds <laughs> and we are out of there. So this is uh, one of the experiences that I've had with uh, spiritual beings, which I personally had felt was a demon because once looking at this uh, spirit face to face, it, it was a basically a bad spirit in human form. Now, the thing about it is, is that these bad spirits can have the ability to change their appearance. You know, I've, I've seen people talking about how it goes from an innocent child to, uh, you know, a scary monster, adult, whatever, woman, man. That's the kind of thing that goes on. So, yeah, there have been a couple of experiences like that again in my life. Now, usually, like I said, the thing that happens, most people, many people, cannot see a spirit or a ghost. So, some of us can, and these are people whose third eye is... Uh, very open, very clear, and have a little, at least a little bit of psychic ability themselves. And the spirits, when they become aware that we can see them, they're like so lonely and kind of envious of, of life, people that are living in some cases, that they kind of mess with us, you know, especially those dark spirits. And uh, like I said, sometimes these spirits can be trapped between two dimensions and there are things that can be done. And I've done it before, cleared homes of ghost, bad spirits and whatnot.
and uh, I'm talking about a lot of uh, that stuff on my Patreon. If you look for me on Patreon, um, Psychic Christine Wallace, you'll find me and I am giving instructions on what people, my listeners, can do to help eliminate negative energies, negative spirits, house blessings, and whatnot. And we will be getting into all of this kind of stuff over on Patreon. So thank you all so much for listening. And if you have a story that you would like to share, please send me an email, psychicreadingexpert at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening in, and I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you again.